Hello and welcome to the Empress Podcast. I am your host, Jessica, known in the online space as Jess the Empress. I started this podcast to help you be present with yourself, cope with chaos, and simplify your life. I do this by combining psychology, behavioral science, and the tarot. I have a background in mental health, specifically a master's in clinical social work from USC, and I'm a professional tarot reader. So get ready to have a nurturing, creative, and empowering experience with me as we use practical magic. Hey love, before we get to today's episode, I want to ask you to rate and review my podcast. Giving me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts would mean the world to me. I love knowing who's listening and what everyone is getting from the episode, so please take a moment of your time to share your thoughts, and I look forward to reading your reviews soon. Hey there, coffee lovers. Are you tired of settling for boring coffee? I have a treat for you. Today's episode is brought to you by Heartwork Coffee Bar, your one-stop destination for exceptional coffee experiences. Whether you're a coffee connoisseur or just someone who appreciates a great cup of joe, Heartwork Coffee Bar is here to elevate your coffee game to new heights. A Heartwork Coffee Bar, they take pride in their craft because each batch is carefully roasted to perfection, ensuring that every sip is a symphony of flavor. From the rich and the robust to the light and fruity, they have a coffee blend for every palate. And here's the best part. For you amazing podcast listeners, Heartwork Coffee Bar is offering an exclusive 10% discount on your purchase. Just use the code EMPRESS10 at checkout and you'll save big on your order. Why settle for ordinary when you can indulge in the extraordinary coffee from Heartwork Coffee Bar? Remember to use code EMPRESS10 for that special 10% discount and treat yourself to the coffee experience that you deserve. Don't miss out on this fantastic offer. Thank you so much for tuning in, and thanks to Heartwork Coffee Bar for making today's episode possible. Now go grab your favorite mug, brew a fresh cup, and enjoy the podcast with the perfect companion, Heartwork Coffee Bar. Cheers. Hey, hi, hello. Welcome to the pod. It's your girl, Jess. I'm happy to be here today. Let's get into today's episode. So on Instagram, I had actually posted something that was talking about my own experiences with shadow work and how I felt so scared when I first started doing it. And I think it's important that we talk about this because there's like a misconception that shadow work should be something that's easy. And I know when people are, you know, being kind and they're trying to give some reassurance about shadow work, They're like, don't be scared. Um, But the reality is like, you're going to be scared. And that's normal. I want to normalize the resistance that comes up around shadow work. And shadow work, simply put, is understanding the parts of you that you have shamed, judged, and ignored. You're going to look at those parts of yourself and you're going to ask yourself, well, Are these parts of me helpful? Have they been maybe driving some of my behavior? And if yes, what do I want to do to change it? This is the whole point of bringing anything into our light, which is our consciousness. It is to examine it and it is to see how it's impacting us. And the good news is if we don't like it, we can change it. That's the most beautiful thing with shadow work. Doing shadow work will make you a more powerful 
powerful person. I promise. After I started doing it, my life literally changed. But I went into shadow work with the help of a therapist and with like the wild amount of hope that things would be different. And like they were. That's the only thing I could tell you, you know, when it comes to this type of stuff, because there's no other way to understand it other than by doing it. You can have this cognitive awareness of what shadow work is. And I think that helps. I think having an education about it can be helpful because you're going to be uh, decreasing the resistance with education. Like if you kind of know ahead of time, like, okay, I'm going to be feeling some feelings and I'm going to be scared. You're going to feel more capable to deal with that feeling. You're going to have, you're going to know like in your deep, deepest of hearts, like, well, I was expecting this. I was expecting this moment and now I'm in the moment and I know I can handle it. And it's all about building emotional safety. So that way you can really feel the depth of your feelings. But we create that over time with a therapist or with a coach like myself Now, what was supposed to happen when we were kids was that we were supposed to be co-regulated. And what what do I mean by that? I mean that when we were kids and when we were scared of something and when we had a normal physiological reaction flooding to something, if the world were perfect, our caretaker would have been right by our side to help us soothe, to help us co-regulate. But what happened to so many of us is we were told, you're being ridiculous or I don't, I can't handle this emotion. Go in the corner and calm down. And then we were sort of left to our own devices, the devices of our undeveloped mind. Cause unless our, um, so when we're, our, excuse me, our minds aren't fully developed. Our brains aren't fully developed until we're 25 years old, right? Our prefrontal cortex, the part of our brain that helps us understand things and bring reason. We don't have that as a kid. We, that's just not part of the way our brains are yet so we're left to our own devices and our own devices are usually about making um a wrong meaning of something and we often personalize it that's just what kids do they internalize a lot and so we have these stories of how we're like wrong or we're broken or we're unlovable and I'm sure those stories are very familiar to you um because I have them as well again we all have them to some degree and this is the other cool thing about shadow work is that we all have a shadow. This is the human experience. We don't have to bring it to the light, but I find that there's usually no other choice for us who want to dive into self-development and accountability. Like we know that we cannot keep doing what we're doing because it's not making us feel good. It's not bringing us the results that we know we want. We know we know we're not living up to our um our capacity. We we want to put this healthy pressure on ourselves. And I think that turns us into like realizing we have to face ourselves. We have to face the parts of ourselves that were shamed by other people. But we took on that shame and just kept shaming. We took on their judgments and just kept judging. And we have to learn how to break away from that. But first is the diving deep. So I opened up my Instagram to um, answering questions that you guys were asking about shadow work. And I got four questions that came in. So we'll just go into answering them here. But one question was, is there a particular exercise that you use regularly that you find beneficial? And I answered with journaling. I am a journal girly. I think if you don't have journaling, then you need some form of self-reflection. You need some way to be able to get out your inner thoughts and analyze them. 
it's much more difficult for me at least to do that if it's just in my head. I really love the act of writing it down and then reading it because I can really kind of call myself out on my own crap as I'm reading. I can notice the sentences that have more of a victim mindset or sentences where I'm using actually old language that isn't really benefiting the highest version of myself, the truest form of myself, you know? And then I can notice my words, my key words, like if my language is very emotional, then that lets me know that I need to sit in those feelings instead of just intellectualizing them. And I can take a pause and I can go into a meditation or just a, a hot girl walk or whatever and just really like l allow myself to sink into those feelings. So I get a lot of benefit out of journaling. I know that some, that's not really a thing for everyone, but I do think, you know, voice notes, having a therapist or a coach that can reflect back to you your own language is also very helpful. Something that is I would regard like mirroring to be a useful skill in um, in shadow work. So the other question is, how do I find the right person to do it with or get the proper guidance? Now, if you're going like a more formal route, you can look up different therapists and they'll tell you like where they got their degrees, what they specialize in, and that can help you come to decide who you want for your to do this with especially if someone has like Jungian psychology or they might even say like a shadow work specialist I think it'll be helpful to do your own research regarding friends and regarding mentors or people online you want to make sure that they're walking that lifestyle and they're not just talking about it you want to make sure that this is a person that is a living example of who you would look up to not just like oh, buy my online course because I said so because I did one class in psychology. You know what I mean? Like you really want a person that's been through it. And I say this because if someone hasn't been through it, they're not going to be able to guide you through it. And you will know. You will know. Trust me. I've had therapists in my life where I don't think that they did deep work because I wasn't capable of going deep with them. And I had already gone deep with some therapists and I just wasn't like, it just wasn't a match. So like finding a mentor and a therapist is like a relationship. It's not always going to be a match. And so having some flexibility and some room to sort of shop around and try things on, try people on is I feel like a good option for you. I know that can be costly sometimes. I personally don't recommend a, like a shadow work book or a shadow work course on its own because if you're not comfortable sitting in your own feelings, you're going to buy it and you're going to freak out and then you're going to leave it like halfway done or you won't even go all the way. And so it's going to be a waste of your time and it's going to be a waste of your money. And on one hand, yes, it is cool that you can come back to it at any point in time. But on the other hand... If we go back to this concept of co-regulation, having a person there with you until you feel comfortable enough to do it on your own is kind of the point of shadow work. If we, again, go back to the ideal world, we would have had someone do that with us. So that way, when we were on our own, we had a foundational framework internally. We had the internal structure to be able to manage our feelings on our own and our shadows and we would have been able to approach them in a way that was healthy um, but you have to learn that and you have to learn it with other people and so I think having a coach or I think having a therapist do this work with you is 
the best way. That's just my opinion. You know, I think, I mean, everyone's different, so it's probably not the best way for everybody. Um, but I do think it is, I think, I don't know. That's just my opinion. Anyway, (laughs) next question, discerning resistance as growth edge versus redirection. And I feel like when we're talking about discernment, this is discernment means the ability to judge something well. That is the definition of discernment. So you don't want to walk into any type of resistance with assumptions and preconceived notions. You want to wipe all that out. You want to get curious and you want to be open. When you have an approach of curiosity and openness, you will then get the answer that you want, whether this is a growth edged resistance or whether this is a redirection. And there's really no other way to understand (laughs) what it is for you other than going into it. So, you know, you being able to have a a good set of questions, you being able to acknowledge when you're resisting, right? Like, do you even know when you're resisting something? Do you even know those telltale signs within you? Do you know the mindset that tends to sort of surround resistance? If not, then having a person again, kind of getting down there with you and in that space with you and reflecting and asking you, what are you noticing within your body and where are you noticing it? What's the story you have around this? Is that an excuse or is that an actual reason? Um, Can be really, really cool. So again, I think when you're going into understanding resistance itself, the best way to transmute resistance is to lean in. You can't, so if you resist resistance, that's all you're doing is creating more resistance, right? So you have to do the opposite. You have to lean in with curiosity. And the moment that you do that, you start to shift that energy. You start to, to, to change it, excuse me, to change it. I'm like stuttering today. Okay. And the last question, when the dread and the low vibes come back into your head after you've made progress, I was taught to expect that to happen because that's a part of life. And that teaching has actually brought me a lot of peace and comfort because when it happens, which is sort of inevitable that it will, I don't beat myself up about it. So when we're talking about healing and shadow work and all these things, I think it's important to remember that this is not a dance of getting to perfection. That's an impossible standard that will always set you up for failure. Let's have a more reasonable standard. Let's talk about the way that we respond, right? Responding to those low vibes and the dread. So prior to doing shadow work, I would have beat myself up. I would have freaked out. I would have judged myself. I would have told myself that something is wrong. I would have been just all up in my head and I would have been neglecting all the beautiful things that were in my life. I would have been hyper-focused on this thing and it's all from this place of like self-doubt and worry and fear and beating myself up, right? That's not the move. That is not the vibe. I don't do that anymore. Now, I turn to those feelings and I notice them and I'm like, okay, you're here. Cool. Like one acceptance. Okay. (laughs) So practicing the art of acceptance is like a, a game changer Two, curiosity. And then being like, okay, you're here. You're here. You're existing within me. You've always existed within me. So why wouldn't you? It's fine. You're here today, whatever. Um, and what is it that I need? I get curious about what I need. So my response, instead of freaking out and judging, is now compassion and curiosity and acceptance. And that took time, you know, because we have our default. Our default is to judge because that was the default of everyone else around us. They didn't know how to get curious. You know, I think if they did know how to get curious, they would have, right? So 
Um, but we have to be that person for ourselves because we're adults. We're not being parented anymore. We are our own parents. And so it is our responsibility to take care of ourselves like we need to be taken care of, right? And so when it comes down to the dread and the low vibes, it's just about how we respond. The goal is to respond differently. The goal is to respond with acceptance and with compassion. And the good news, ah, sorry about that. I had a client call and I was like, oh my gosh, let me obviously answer that. So anyway, the good news in all of this is that we can change. That's the coolest thing that comes from shadow work and diving deep. So let's just say like we inherited some things that weren't that awesome and it's our responsibility to change it. And I know that that can be frustrating and like we don't want to do it or whatever, but that's all your shadow story. And this is what you learn from doing shadow work. It's all stories, but I want to just really normalize the physiological resistance that you feel in your body and the mental resistance you feel in your mind when it comes to doing shadow work. There is nothing more natural. There is nothing more natural. So the fact that you have the resistance tells me you're fine. You're doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing when you're resisting looking at yourself because you feel this shame and you feel this bubbling up of years of all the crap that people told you. But if you don't look at the crap that people told you, you're never going to find your truth. You're not going to be able to find your truth within the crap that people told you. And that's why shadow work is so important. And it's not all bad. Like some of our shadow can be really, really cool and something that we actually want to strengthen. Like, for example, let's say you were shamed because you had a really good sense of humor, but the people around you didn't really like your sense of humor, or you were shamed because you always said what was on your mind and people around you didn't like that. They tried to shush you up because you would like, I don't know, air out their dirty laundry or whatever. Those are actually great traits. There's like nothing wrong with humor and there's nothing wrong with being a person who speaks their mind. Actually, we need more of that in the world. So there's things that you can uncover from shadow work that end up being really awesome. Um, about yourself and things that you will continue to benefit from and also, you know, help other people with as well. But uh, that's all the questions that I got so far. So if more of those, you know, pop off in the future, I will gladly update you and send out another episode. But I just wanted to talk about these things because I feel like, yeah, they are, they're important questions and I know a lot of you have them. But yeah, that's all I've got so far. So thank you so much for hanging in here for being a part of this episode. I appreciate you and I will talk with you soon. Oh, and if you want any of these questions answered, just send me a message on um, Instagram at Jess underscore the underscore Empress and I'll answer the question. So, okay. Bye.